Welcome to 49ers After Dark. That's Jesse Naylor. I'm Grant Cohn, and we're going to give our instant reaction to the Niners OCA practice today. I was there, and so if you guys have any questions for me, feel free. Jesse has some questions. We're going to start with the quarterback competition. Also, Kyle Shanahan got in a shouting match with Dwayne Allen today. If you think you've remembered that name or heard it before, yeah, Dwayne Allen, the guy who used to be the tight end on the Colts uh, with Andrew Luck. And Kobe Fleener, who's always better than Kobe Fleener. He's now a, he's with the NFL PA. He was at practice today. <laughs> he was like face-to-face with Kyle. It was hilarious. We'll talk about that later. But first, we got to talk about things that matter, like quarterback competition. What do you want to know? Because I have a I, lot to I say about this. I don't know if anything matters more <laughs> than the fact that we know it's Dwayne Allen now. And Dwayne Allen is a huge dude. But we'll talk about that in a minute. You, so why don't you just kind of walk us through I Maybe there are people out here that are watching that didn't see your videos, but the gist I got from it was it was a bunch of dink and dunking, <laughs> keyword yeah. of, the, of the last couple of weeks, a bunch of dink and dunking, and overall, you weren't necessarily impressed from what you saw from either quarterback in today's OTAs for, for guys that are trying to take the job over. It felt like a wasted day just all around. So last week, Trey's a starter. And looks like he's confident. Looks like the team's confident in him. He gets all the first team reps. Today, Sam's a starter, but he gets, he gets like two-thirds of the first team reps, and then Trey gets some of them. And there's no explanation. Like, well, does that mean Trey's not playing well? Or is is what are, is it because Jeff Tarling, Darlington said this morning that Trey's been getting all the first team reps, so you're trolling him? Like, what is the reason? So all of a sudden, there's a question, is Trey, is Trey messing up? And then Donald gets out there, and it's not like he's playing super confidently. Like, Donald has no confidence. He didn't have confidence before he got here. He still has no confidence. And he's just throwing check, check down pass after check down pass. And then Trey gets out there and like, okay, well, here's Trey. He's going to differentiate himself and show that he's better than Sam. And he's doing the same thing. And so to me, to me, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like, you got two young quarterbacks with confidence issues. And you, basically, the quarterback competition is saying both of them, like, you guys both suck. We hope Brock comes back. And in the meantime, you guys can battle it out. We have no confidence in either of you. And what you had, honestly, today was two quarterbacks trying to play like Brock Purdy. I've, it's like two quarterbacks with real talent, real upside, who went third in the draft, both trying to play like Mr. Irrelevant. Like, guys. And it's like, it's not, you can't even blame them because it feels like that's what the coach wants, right? It's, it's pretty heartbreaking. Well, let me ask you this, because I, I feel like the knock on Trey Lance isn't isn't the the big down the field stuff it's he can't do this the simple basics i mean the man can't even check down and be accurate that's the narrative that a lot of he can do that now so isn't he doing that and kind of proving hey by the way if that's what you're asking me to do i can do those things i can be that guy trey's better than sam trey's better than sam but i don't know that kyle thinks that you know what i mean and i feel like that he's putting trey in a situation where he can't show that he's special it's like tra- like there's no zone read. There's no running. Uh, uh, it's like, hey, play like Brock. Be super, um, you know, understated and block. Sorry, Brock. But it's like uh, if someone's going to end up being special, it's not Brock. It's going to end up being – it's Trey. But, like, you're asking him to not be special and to just be super, like, functional. It doesn't make any sense. It's too bad. But he did have a really nice deep ball. And here's the thing. So we're only at some of the practices. I, I'm trying to. I don't want to go too negative here because most of the practices, the media isn't there. It's possible when the media is not there, Trey's letting it rip, and he just doesn't want to, you know, give the media fodder. 
which is too bad because he shouldn't worry about that. But it's the situation. The Niners, the Niners are creating drama. And they're not explaining why one guy started and the other guy started. So it's like maybe it's a symptom of a quarterback competition in front of the media. If you do that, you got, you're going to have both guys check down all day. Maybe on the other days they don't. I don't know. It's, it's possible. It does seem a little bit like the 49ers are trolling people yes. at this point. Because last week they had all three quarterbacks talk. They had a, a, an odd order between the three of them. Then the report comes out that Trey Lance taking all the first team reps. But today... He's not. It's Sam. And so it just it just seems like they really are like, you know what? Let's just mess with them. Who cares? We've got our internal thoughts. Or maybe it's just, hey, we, we're we really going to have a legit competition here. But for now, let's just mess with these guys. Like, there's no, there's nothing that we gain by, by staying status quo here. I just feel like they, they could be trying to mess with the media. But what they're doing is messing with their quarterbacks. Mm. Because and I I keep coming back to Kyle and young quarterbacks. I don't think Kyle's a good quarter, uh, coach for young quarterbacks, because quarterback is the toughest position to play in sports. Agreed. Yes, it's oh, the yeah. hardest position to play in sports, and it's really hard to play when you're young. So what you need is a coach who pumps you full of confidence and says, "Look, dude, you're gonna be great. I'm gonna help you. If you mess up, don't worry about it. We're, you're our guy till the wheels fall off." Every young quarterback needs that. I mean, Joe Burrow's had that every step of the way in Cincinnati. Trevor Lawrence said every step of the way in Jacksonville. They, I mean, Troy. They didn't blink when Troy Aikman was losing games in in Dallas. Same with Peyton Manning. Like you have to, you have to instill that confidence in your young quarterback. Otherwise, there's no point. Jim Harbaugh did it for Colin Kaepernick, and when the Niners traded up for Trey, I was intrigued because I was thinking, man, if Kyle does that for Trey, that's gonna carry weight. He's Kyle freaking Shanahan, and he's gonna say, I believe in you, but he never did it. In fact, he does the opposite. He keeps saying, you suck, you suck, you suck. You know, and he says it to every quarterback. He says it to every quarterback. And so the only guy who can really put up with that is someone who's 30 years old, who really knows who they are, who knows deep down they don't suck. Someone like Matt Ryan. Someone right. like Matt Schaub. And it, Kyle has none of those quarterbacks on this team. It's it's a little alarming. Yeah, it is. It's it's very interesting. And that was one of my biggest things. When I walked through the timeline of Trey Lance and how I feel like they never really fully backed him through the media putting him on the programs, putting the banner in front of the stadium, keeping Jimmy around. That was my advice to them this offseason with Brock Purdy. It's, hey, if Brock Purdy's your guy, that's fine. I disagree with that, that you're going to go but, all in. But if that's if that's it, then make sure you go all in with him. Don't thank do you. to him what you did to yeah. Trey Lance because what you did to Trey Lance didn't work or hasn't worked to this point. No. And it didn't work for RG3. And it didn't work for every other young quarterback you've ever coached. Do something Everyone. different for Brock right. Purdy if he truly is the guy. Let me tell you and something. It just doesn't seem like they're doing that. Did you listen to Chris Forrester talk today? No. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to put it on my uh, website later, on my YouTube channel. And you, everyone needs to watch it. It's it's great. But it's also it's incriminating. And I'll explain why. He's a, he's a very good coach. And he's a coach's coach. He's a teacher. So... We're asking about Colton McKivitz, and why why is this okay? Like, why are you confident? Like, guy, because he's essentially the Trey Lance of the offensive line, right? Five career starts. Like, why are you so confident that this guy can just start walk in and start? And he goes, "Well, you know, it's interesting. It's very important." But with Colton, he knows he's the man. There's, I mean, yeah, you know, like there's a competition. Like, essentially, if he falls on his face, 
But it's his job, and we've made that clear. And I think it's very important for a young player to know that. Because, uh, oh. right, he says that, like, because it's important for their confidence and is it a tough position to play. And he's like, you know, we did that for Aaron Banks last year. We sat Aaron Banks down before the season started. Brought, I brought him in my, in my office, and I said, Aaron, it's your job, okay? We're riding with you until the wheels fall off. He said that. So if that's how the Niners think it's the best way to prepare a, a young left guard, a young right tackle, a young center to play, why are you having a quarterback competition? Because what you're telling them is that you think both of them suck. That's what you're telling them. You're well, not telling Colton McKivitt. You're telling Colton McKivitt's dog is your, is your job. We're riding with you till the wheels fall off. But quarterback? Hey, man, you guys both freaking stink. I, I, it's just the wrong message. Pick one. Pick didn't one he, and pump him full of confidence, and then hope Brock comes back. So I, I didn't watch the full interview, but I did see like little excerpts. Didn't he also parlay that into talking about Burford or maybe yeah. the other way around where he's like, hey, last year he kind of had to look over his shoulder. Yes. He used those words. He had to yes. look over his shoulder, but this year now he it's knows his job. Yep. it's his job. He should have a lot more confidence in himself. And he so he talks literally yes. about them yes. just like yes. we talk And it's like the, the offensive line coach gets it, but they don't understand. They can't apply the same logic to the most important position on the team. And the whole thing is, again, it's hard to play offensive line in the NFL. It's hard yeah. to play quarterback in the NFL, especially if you're young and inexperienced. So what do you need? Confidence. Because you'll lose it immediately. And if you don't have confidence, you're screwed. You can't play. Screwed. So, so as a coach, your job is so, it, your number one job is to, first of all, don't kill their confidence. And two, if you're a good coach, find a way to pump it up. But Kyle is over here just, just he has, he has trait in therapy, Jesse. That's not even a joke. He has trait in therapy. He does the opposite to young quarterbacks. It's a shame. He should have enough self-awareness to be like, look, man, Trey, I'm going to trade you. Sam, I'm not going to sign you. I'm not the right coach for you, dude. You need a confidence boost. That's not me. You need Mike McDaniel. Not me. But, and here's what I don't respect about Kyle. Why is Trey still on the team, man? If, if, you can't, if you can't back him, cut him. Trade him for a sixth. Let some other coach do it. But you're afraid. You're scared because you know deep down you never coached him. Because you're not a coach. You're a play caller and you're a play designer. But you're not a teacher. You can't teach a quarterback. That's why you get all your quarterbacks injured. You're the young ones. You do a lot of things really well, man. You got the best playbook in the league. Well, one of them. But you're not a coach, dude. And, and and that's why Trey's on the team because you're afraid a real coach is going to take him and and do what you didn't do. Prove me wrong, Kyle. What's interesting is, God, I don't, I don't know how far I want to go down this rabbit hole, but it does seem, and, and we've talked about this a lot, how there's this weird thing that goes on with quarterbacks and Kyle Shanahan, how quarterbacks play their best ball in this system. But once they leave the system, they're not actually better players. They just executed the system and the system is so good. And Kyle's so good at drawing things up that he makes these guys look better than what they are. And then once they leave, they never actually improved. They just learned his system. We're good in that. And then it's like, well, what did you actually get better at? What were you? He broke a lot of, he broke a lot of quarterbacks though. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with Jimmy. Although I don't have high, high expectations for Jimmy, but he did break a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't know. He did. He did, <laughs> he did man. He did I mean, break a lot of quarterbacks. That's true. But but then there's the flip side of he's so good at developing his coaches. Yeah. And they are good in turn at developing players that yeah. aren't the quarterback position. It's so, I, know. I don't know. I don't know. It's they do strange. so many things well. But at the quarterback spot, 
they're having a competition. And honestly, I think it's bringing out the worst in them in both quarterbacks. Like I, people were there. I don't know what people thought they saw today. If they were impressed with Sam Darnold or Trey Lance, I saw two quarterbacks with no confidence on the field having a checkdown contest. It was honestly, I would call it heartbreaking. Like if Steve Young were on the field and he was competing with Sam Darnold, he would have he would have blown him out of the water and showed like let me differentiate myself. If Colin Kaepernick was on the field, like oh you're just gonna check down every time. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna impress everyone since you're clearly just mailing the day in. And to Trey's credit, when they called one deep shot, he nailed it. Freaking nailed it. But the other, like, 10 throws, it's like, man. And I, I, I'm i not trying to, like, both of them. Like, you had guys open the intermediate level, and you checked down immediately. Like, And so that sucks on their part, but at the same time, like, Kyle, you're the coach, man. Do you see, do you see what your structure is creating at this position? Like, hey, why is Trent Williams and Debo Samuel not here? Like, is this not a waste of their time? From their right. perspective, like, yo— Get back to me when you know who the quarterback is. I'll show up. Honestly, like if there was a lot of excitement about this team, like, dude, we got this crazy quarterback, right? He's balling. Like, I, I would, I would want to go just to see it. But yeah, the fact that, the, that those guys aren't even there, it's like, man, pff, man, we got this mid off at quarterback right now. They're throwing checkdowns. You don't want to be there just right now. You don't want to go. You don't want to go. Debo did show up today, though. He just wasn't practicing. Trent right? didn't. Yes, yeah, so oh, Debo showed Trent up. Debo showed yeah. up. He did. Yeah. Trent didn't. But he never does. Anyway, <laughs> let me say one more thing to end this on a positive note. I don't feel the quarterback competition's really started yet. The quarterback competition starts in training camp, and here's what I mean. When the training camp starts, Bosa will be out there, Armstead will be out there, Fred Warren will be out there, Dre Greenlaw, Talanoa, Traverius Ward. Like, it, the number one defense in the league is going to be out there. And so whatever quarterback is playing is going to mostly get his butt kicked. This is what it is. That, that's, that's the experience of playing quarterback QB1 yeah. in training camp with the ass. Jimmy Astray, you get your butt kicked. So we'll see who gets their butt kicked less, uh, Trey or, or Sam. Or, or hey, if Brock comes back, you do it, dude. Let's see how good it looks with you on the field. Because honestly, you never face this defense. Yeah. So yeah. that's what the quarterback competition is going to be. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's funny because... You know, the one thing that Brock Purdy has going for him that we saw play out last year, that's why I liked him a lot in college, was his confidence. Kid has killer confidence. So he has the confidence like he can Yeah, but make now he has Kyle as his head coach. All the things. Now he has Kyle as his head coach. So he's already had one surgery. When's he going to be in therapy? Is he in therapy already? I'm just saying, man. Like, just, you think you're confident until you come across Kyle Shanahan. You think yeah, you're so. confident until you have one of the preeminent offensive minds in the world telling you you suck to your face in front of the whole team. That's tough. Then yeah. you got his little his his uh you know his protege down in Miami saying you're great you're great you're great Tua. It's like hmm. it's like he was in the background being like hmm, if I ever get the shot to be a CEO I'm gonna do one thing different. Gotta love. Well, that. there was there was the one story that came out was it last summer I don't remember where. Yeah, it was you. You talked about it. It was a few months ago with your dad. You would where he had whispered something in in over the mic during the game, like basically like, "Hey, Kyle, man, why don't you ease up a little bit? Mm -hmm. You know, why don't mm -hmm. you have some fun mm -hmm. out here? You know." It was actually it was t the end of the twenty twenty season, I believe. Nick mm -hmm. Mullins was playing in L A against the Rams. Yeah, Kyle called a pass and he did one of these like he wanted the ball to go to a certain thing to go to a certain spot, but he couldn't see that the corner was playing off and basically was sitting on that and Mullen saw it. So he threw somewhere else, got a completion and Kyle flipped out because the ball didn't go where he went. 
and like I guess like five minutes go by, and then McDaniel uh, pops in the headset like, "Hey, wasn't Nick Mullins right because there was cloud coverage on that side, and if he throw the uh, the pass, it would have gotten intercepted." And Kyle says nothing. Hey, wasn't Nick right on that one? Yeah. Polar opposite. Again, like if, if you want young quarterbacks, that's how you have to be, dude. You're good. You're good. And it's not Kyle's. It's not his personality. He he'll be he'll freely admit that. So don't ruin these kids' careers, man, because it's not funny. And look at the look at the wreckage that lies in in your wake, dude. Robert Griffin, uh, Nick Mullins, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. We don't know what Brock Purdy's going to be like after you got his uh, arm ruined and blamed him for it. So that's another one, man. Don't work with young quarterbacks anymore. This is your last chance. And it's not looking so good so far because you got two quarterbacks with no confidence that you're going to make even less confident and a guy with um guy in a sling. No, he threw a ball today. Woo! <laughs> Don't know what kind of ball, though. Kyle, ease up. Frankie HB says, Ayuk said Jay Brown in five picks. Was he talking about OTAs or overall? Who threw the picks? I thought he said three, but yeah, a lot. Talking about OTAs and I haven't seen him, so tips and stuff but yeah i believe him he said three he said like two or three and then he changed it to well maybe it was five he, he was trying might to have like been 11 up and everything you just yeah. never know <laughs> did you see isaiah oliver talking today i did yeah someone asked him about the the falcons game yesterday when they beat when they beat the, the niners and he kept getting they we mixed up because he's yeah. like i don't know what team <laughs> yeah, I'm so funny they we would they we yeah. they i don't we. know what team i'm on it was so funny all niners says yo grant have you had the limoncello Lacroix?" oh i have the i have i got key lime pie and limoncello all day man they taste like sprite a little bit get this down. man a sponsorship hell yeah uh i got the key lime right now I, I go back and forth also which road game do i have less of a chance of being stabbed at vikings or browns <laughs> lol I really like Minneapolis, and I've heard good things about Cleveland. I think you'll be all right, man. I feel Why would like you say it, that it, you didn't say. <laughs> there's other places that you probably would say that about. I don't know if it fits either. I don't of those. know, but I, I don't want to be responsible for your well-being, man. Like proceed at your own risk. Jay Mad says <laughs> off-topic. Leeds United was just relegated to English League Second Division. Time for Prague to work his magic and turn around the lemonade stand. <laughs> How embarrassing is it that they invested all this money in a in the Oakland A's of the English Premier League. What were you thinking? What are they doing? Is that a money pit? What were you doing? What, what investment money. is that? You just you just bought a minor league by, uh, football team. Great. Soccer team. Football. Well, they had to act like they didn't have money so they could borrow it from the league to fix up the stadium. Uh, JTHO11 said, it sounds like Kyle Shannon should coach college players uh, have to relearn the position once he's done with them. Is Trey Kyle's legacy now? Uh, Kyle doesn't want to coach college players. Are you kidding? He's too negative. He's too negative. He, oh my God. He no. He could never coach college players. No, no, <laughs> no. And he, he he knows it to a degree because he always surrounds himself with positive coaches. But thank you, JTHO eleven. Uh, Knees says, "What was the pace though? The pace? I don't, I don't know. Knees, I don't understand. Okay, let's move on. So the weirdest thing happened at practice today." Kyle Shanahan got in a shouting match with Dwayne Allen. I didn't know who it was, but it's the former tight end for the Colts who's now like an NFL PA player director, like a, a, an important person in the league, came to practice, and I guess Kyle Shanahan felt he was standing a little too close to the action, and he just got up in his face and started yelling at him, and Dwayne Allen 
is not a shrinking violet. I mean, he's way bigger than Kyle and was a professional football player, which Kyle pretends, you know, would love to have been. And just started yelling right back at him. I was thinking, like, who is this college, like high school coach who's yelling at? I thought he was like a high school coach I was invited. No, 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 no. So um, I can't quote. I'm not allowed to quote. They get it's a it's a rule. So I, I can't say what they said. But he gets in a shouting match with Dwayne Allen in the middle of practice. And Dwayne Allen doesn't back down. And Kyle Shanahan kind of like basically just throws a fit and then walks away. And then John Lynch, the grown up in the organization, comes over and talks to Dwayne Allen, the guest of honor. In a real soft voice, the rest of practice and consoles him. Uh, kind of amazing. So my question to you is, if that's if that's how Kyle Shanahan acts when an NFL PA director stands a little too close to the action at a practice, what does he say when he's watching film with the team and a quarterback doesn't make the read he wants or the throw he wants? What do you think? Here's the thing is you know they're informed when these guys are coming. So it's not like you guys may not have known right away who it was. He knew exactly Colin. who it was. He should have known. He should have known. He should have known. He he knew yeah. who it was. This is his job to know. There's no way they're not informed. There's no way he had zero clue. And even then, I'm sure at some point, if you didn't during that exchange, he was told, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm with the NFLPA. Mm-hmm. Just here to check out practice. Make sure everything's on the up and up." Like, mm-hmm. What the heck, dude? You're, and you're right. I mean, there's one one part of me that really likes that because it's like, whatever. Like, I own this space. Get off my mm-hmm. field. I, I like mm-hmm. that attitude a little bit. But to answer your question, dude, Kyle just doesn't give an F at all. You see it. There's, there's the clips that float around on Twitter on a regular basis where somebody's watching all 22 and then they post and they're like, watch Kyle on the sideline. He's freaking out over this bad play by the quarterback. It's not cute. It's so it's childish. It's an, it's, it's, it, he didn't come across as a big, tough dude squaring off with Dwayne Allen. He came across like a rich kid throwing a fit. It's my field. It's my turn. You're like Skip Bayless. You said it was my turn. Like, dude, oh, my God. Why don't you coach your team, dude? Why don't you get back to that stupid quarterback competition where everyone throws checkdowns, man? Why don't we go back to that? That's what we're watching. Dwayne Allen's not doing anything wrong, man. And you know what? If you keep it up, he might find he might take away a practice. Like, like, so leave him alone. Focus on your team. Is Dude. Kyle the kid in high school that everybody yes. kicked it with because he had yes. the swimming pool? Yes. 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 Also, Kyle's a kid who literally, you know, would get the most expensive toys from his dad. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, his dad is Mike Shanahan. I'm thinking by high school, he'd get the most expensive toys. And if he broke it, he'd just get another toy. Mm. And I think he kind of thinks of these players as toys. You know, like my what could I, what, my little gadgets. The most expensive, cool toys in the world. Oh, I broke, Trey. That's all right. Jay, will get me another one. Like, no. Coach him. No. Don't just throw your hands up like you have been doing your whole life. Coach him. Dude, it's... Uh, Coach him! His personality is a trip. <laughs> and he, what's crazy about him is he wears it on his sleeve. Like, he's not a yeah. phony at all. It's like, dude, no. this is me, man. And he's been the same way forever, and he's never going to change. No. No. I, I think that much... I think that much right now is clear. Kyle <laughs> is who he is, and he's mm-hmm. not going to Unapologetically. Change. And so how do you work around that or do you don't you don't and that's the that's that that's why i feel like 
I need you to balance me out on these shows because I, I mean, if, if you listen to me, like there's no point in being a Niner fan. You're wasting your time and your money. Honestly, they're never going to figure out the quarterback position. They're always going to be in the mix. They're never going to get it done. It's depressing. So I need you, Jesse. I need you, man. <laughs> <laughs> am, am I your... Am I your Mike McDaniel? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. I just I, I'm, I'm I'm dour and and negative like Kyle. I'm too much like Kyle. The official B Music eighty eight says. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want. I do think that you're right. He just needs a veteran quarterback, and so maybe that's where Brock Purdy. Although young Brock vet. Purdy may not be the best of yeah. these quarterbacks as far as skill for skill or talent, or if you put him on a different team, but for Kyle Shanahan and what he needs. Brock Purdy seems to bring that vet savvy. Minus into one thing. Twenty-three-year-old. You're guy. right, though. You're right, though. But what Kyle needs above all else, though, is a quarterback who knows how to protect himself on field. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't care about the skill set. Kyle ain't protecting you. And if he's going, if he's on his backup quarterback, he's not going to win the Super Bowl. So, like, Kirk Cousins doesn't miss games. He just doesn't have the reps to do what you're saying. Exactly. And that's again why you got to go back to a vet because a vet has proven that he can do that in the NFL. It's a skill. Get this man, Kirk Cousins, just quit playing around. By the time they could get Kirk Cousins, he'd be like thirty-six. Man, that ship has sailed. It's not that simple. And even him, like, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Kyle versus Dwayne Allen on Tiller Celeb Boxing soon. Ah, uh, my money's on Dwayne Allen. No question. Tyler Caressley says, Grant, what would you do if the Niners hurt all our quarterbacks again this year after the new rule change? I would say I'm not surprised. I'm sorry. They've they've they haven't changed anything. They're just banking. They think they've been unlucky. I disagree. I think they've created their own bad luck in, at, at that position. Insert Grant Cohn gif of him <laughs> doing his freak out. Thank you. <laughs> How about them Niners? Says Kyle Shannon is like uh, the Rock in the game plan. My towel. It's all about me. All 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 mine. All me. My towel. I haven't seen the game plan. I haven't either. Anyway, all right, Kyle, sorry, but that was hilarious. The fact that you would fight with him in front of the media, too, is just great. So funny. Really not given a damn at all. Zero Fs given. Zero Fs. All right. John Lynch went on Sirius Sirius XM Radio today, gave an update about Brock Purdy, and I thought it was interesting in the sense that it's a typical John Lynch update. It's like, it's positive. It's good. He's ahead of schedule. He's good. I saw him throwing. And then in a very upbeat tone toward the end, he's like, yeah, also, like, we're not going to play him unless he's 100% ready. And that means, like, a lot of practice. It's like, oh, well, that's the news then. So what did you think? Yeah, I I think it it was good to hear because that's what Kyle Shanahan said last week. He talked about how they were optimistic that Brock Purdy would be back ready week one. But he said at the same time, being ready week one doesn't mean – just being there for week one, you have to put in a few weeks of practice. Now they are optimistic that he will get that time in, but it is nice because one of the things that, that we've all said is they have to do right by Brock Purdy. Hopefully they're not forcing him. They're not rushing him. They're not trying to get him out there for week one, no matter what their stance right now, at least to the media is, Hey, we would love to have him week one, but we need him to show that he's fully ready to go week one before we just throw him out there. And yeah. I love that because if he is in fact the future of this team, then protect him like that. And so I do mm-hmm. like to hear that, but 
then there was also the part that came out where he's like, oh yeah, and there's still a competition for the whoever's going to start. Let's throw that in there and, and get out of the interview. I thought that was interesting that that is still a topic. So even if Brock Purdy's healthy, he's saying there's a competition for quarterback one. What are your thoughts on that? I have a theory, and I think it's a good one. I think it's a nice little conspiracy theory. I think I'm right about this. Okay. They are acting like everything's great, and they're on the same page. Niners and Brock. I don't think they're on the same page. I think everyone's saying the right things, but I think the Niners understand that Brock has a very strong team behind him. His dad was a professional athlete, and they can be, uh, if they have doctors on their side saying you're not quite ready, he doesn't have to play. He has leverage here. And if the Niners want him to rush back, he doesn't have to. So what they can say is, hey, we don't want you to rush back. In fact, if you're not ready, we're going to go with someone else. And it's almost like, hey, well, if you want to play this year, you better get your butt back on the field now. Uh, otherwise, we're going to go with someone else, which I would say, Brock, don't worry about it. Because right now, you got the, the Niners have like both their quarterbacks in the therapy office right now. Like, you're probably okay. So be, you know, be relaxed. Do what's best for you. Because ultimately, if you do what's best for you, you're doing what's best for the 49ers, even if they don't know it, because they're so short-sighted and desperate. So you think that this play of, hey, there's a competition, they keep throwing that out there, I think is talking to Brock. way of trying to rush Brock back? I think they're talking to Brock. Okay. Hey, man, nothing's guaranteed. If you want this job, we love you, but you got to be back week one. And that might mean, you know, pushing yourself a little bit. He doesn't have to do that. He could say, you know what? No, I'm going to follow the doctor's uh, advice. You guys have such an awful track record of rushing people back. I got my own doctors. So I, that's why I got a second opinion. I'm going to go by their timetable. And you know what? If you want to go with check down one, check down two, Tweedle D, tweet, whatever, man. Like, good. Go ahead. Because I know my tape kicks ass. I know my numbers kick butt. And if you don't want me anymore, pff, someone else will. And it doesn't mean that he's an elite quarterback, but it does mean that he's got some leverage because Sam doesn't have that. Trey doesn't have that. And I like them both. I really want Trey to succeed. But Brock has achieved something in this league. And he doesn't need to be treated like a freaking pledge. So I'm, and I think he knows it. I have a little bit of a different theory on this one. So when, <laughs> when they had the first press conference at the end of the season, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, both were like, oh, yeah, nope, we're, we're talking six-month recovery. It's going to put them right and ready for training camp. There are no issues. We're good to go here. Then, he was like, second opinion, second opinion. <laughs> exactly. Then word comes out and mm -hmm. is like, well, hold on. There's still swelling. We're going to have to push this a few weeks. Yeah. Still a six-month recovery. Might not be ready. Uh -huh. And so I think they're looking at that going, okay, well, we've already been wrong once about this thing. We cannot in any circumstance come out and be wrong about this again. And... They've been pretty, I think they've been pretty honest about the situation. Like, yes, of course, Brock Purdy's the leader. But let's be real for a second. They don't know for sure what he is. And so, yeah, we need to see you come in in training camp and show that you're still that same guy. If you don't play well in training camp and somebody else is killing it, yeah, there is a, a small chance that somebody else could take that starting job if we don't trust you. If you aren't showing any of those intangibles that you showed us last year when you were healthy, dude, I, I don't know. I mean, have we really seen enough to just fully trust that you're going to be fine once the, the live bullets start going and you're in a game? 
I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I just still feel like their plan is to hope that Brock comes back. That's I their agree. plan. I agree. Because the, the way they're calling plays. Back, oh, Grant comes back yeah. and is playing like Brock Purdy. Like, here's something you may not know, but Chris Forrester said it today. They're not installing quarterback-driven runs. Maybe they will at some point, but they're not now. And, and, and you have both quarterbacks throwing checkdowns left and right. So to me, what they're saying is Brock's our quarterback. And you guys can do this little backup quarterback competition, but Brock's coming back, so you might as well r- run Brock's offense because that's the offense we're running this year. Like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But again, you're the organization that is way overly optimistic on every player's return timetable. That pushes them back too fast. That causes setbacks. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had to have a second sur- a surgery. Trey Lance had to have a second surgery. Like, that's who you guys are. The only guy who didn't have that setback was the guy who rehabbed in fleek freaking florida not to get too loud here but yeah like that's who you guys are yeah they are wrong i mean d ford's still week to week at this point jalen hurt <laughs> is too so i don't they're know. wrong on their timelines a lot that's for sure yeah there's no doubt about that grant i don't know it just seems to me like coming back to trey like i understand you want brock but you you have to be prepared for a world where Brock doesn't play. I think he's prepared for it. So what is your plan B? Have a quarterback competition where both guys uh, have no confidence? Like, pick a guy, pump his confidence up, and have him prepared. Because there's a real possibility, Vish and I talked about this last week, that where this this competition yields no winner, no one differentiates himself, one guy has a good day, the other guy has a good day, Both both guys get half the reps, and whoever you start week one, if it's not Brock, really really struggles and then it's like well your whole hope that brock comes back and plays great thing was not a plan and now what are you going to do like use the well brock was hurt that's our excuse dude you knew that like you had all off season to plan a plan b and you didn't do it or it sucked your plan b mm. I, and like look if trey's on the team you should not he shouldn't be competing dude i would say like if trey's on the team I agree. you should be putting all of your coaching behind him If you don't want to do that anymore because you think he's trash, he shouldn't be on the team. It doesn't make sense to put him on the same playing field as Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is a guy who is no one else wanted. He's washed out of two teams. He's a retread. He's not a project. He's you know what I'm saying. Like Trey shouldn't be here, or he should be starting. Grant, it's one of two. Yeah, let him go. And why won't they let him go? Because they're afraid. They're very afraid. They're afraid. I'm 100 with you on that. Every time that you take. First team rep away from Stupid. Trey Lance. Stupid. You are you're stunting his growth. You're stunting yes. his growth. Still Stupid. to this point. It's yeah. He's the only one that is on the field and healthy right now. So pour everything you have into him and hope that he Brock is who you thought he was. Yeah, Brock will come back eventually. In the meantime, put your last effort into Trey. Don't split it with Sam Darnold. Like, oh, we dude, Sam Darnold is not the one. If anyone tells you Sam Darnold's looking great at OTAs, don't believe him, man. He looks like Sam Darnold, a guy with no confidence. The problem is that Trey honestly looks like he has this much more confidence than Sam, man, and it's sad. Like like Sam Darnold, he talks, he projects no confidence. Trey, to me, projects a guy who's defensive and trying to fake confidence. Honestly, he looks like a guy who's trying to fake it. And I, I don't, I don't knock him, man. He's been through, he's been through the ringer. How, how do you? How do you have any genuine confidence left after what Kyle Shanahan has done to you and what's happened to you in the NFL? It's hard. I'd love to see where Brock's confidence is at when he actually gets back on the field. Mm. Mm. 
I mean, there, there is, I mean, this is the human element of things Yeah, and it's not talked about enough and it really is a, a big thing. You know, I I was reading about quarterbacks who have gone through therapy and Tom Brady was one of them. And he said the reason that he went through therapy was to get over the lack of confidence he had coming out of college (laughs) where he wasn't getting the playing time that he felt like he deserved or had earned. And was he really as good as what he thought? And so he was going to therapy to overcome those demons. So if it can happen to Tom Brady, I know it was early, but if it can happen to Tom Brady, I mean, it could happen to anybody at this point. And you mentioned the human element. Like a lot of people that talk about Kyle being great, like the next Bill Belichick, they never talk about the human element. They'll talk about his plays, how open he gets people, his coaching staff. And again, that's all valid. But the difference between a great head coach and Kyle Shanahan is the human element. And you can see his fundamental lack of understanding and human dynamics and the fact that he was, you know, a rich kid who could throw a fit and just that whole dynamic, it hurts him at quarterback. It hurts him at quarterback. The only time it worked out was with Matt Ryan. If you remember, that first year was not great. And according to Matt, Matt Ryan had to seek out Kyle after the season, have a sit down, and let's say, hey, let's work it out. Kyle wasn't going to do it. So the player was more grown up than the coach. And that's the only time it ever worked. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's know, exactly man. what happened is Matt Ryan yeah. did reach out to him. They had a beer. They hashed it out. And if it wasn't for Matt, it never would have worked. If you're an offensive head coach, your relationship with the quarterback has to be it's a everything. little bit different. Has to be different. His dad had a great relationship with John Elway. His dad was friends with John Elway. Their, their wives would would they would all as couples they, they would uh, vacation together. I don't think Mike Shanahan had a contentious relationship with freaking Steve Young. Where did this come from? It's not helpful. It's not helpful. I mean, you don't have to kiss their butt, but you don't have to tell them they're trash all the time. They'll believe you. Yeah, but then... Especially if they're 23. When it came down to his choices, Mike Shanahan, when it came down to his choices at quarterback, once the Hall of Famers weren't there, he did have contentious relationships. Jake Plummer talks about it. Jake Plummer was not a bad player. You no. if you watch Jake Plummer during those times, you can go back and look at his numbers and be like, oh, he was guard. When you actually no. watched him play, there was something there with Jake Plummer. And but Walsh Jake Plummer him. had zero confidence playing for Mike Shanahan. And yeah. he talks about it. Yeah. You have to be as confident as Steve Young or John Elway to stand up to the Mike Shanahan. And like so essentially me, like if you have a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime. The Shanahan's are great for him. Like, but who, you can say that about any quarter. You could, I mean, maybe not anyone. Like, uh, okay, okay. If you had a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime, I'd rather have Kyle Shanahan than Mike McCarthy. Okay, okay, that's fair. Mike McCarthy stinks. Kyle's better than him. But still, like, a lot of coaches would look good with a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime. And if that's what Kyle needs to succeed, then dude, like, you're an offensive coordinator. Uh, let me know when a team has a, a Hall of Fame quarterback in this part, then, then I'll hire you. Otherwise, you're just going to crush every quarterback we bring in the organization, man. Everyone. They should have got Aaron Rodgers, man. But that they can't coexist. It's in, it's interesting because, no, their personalities they would can't not coexist. have coexisted. Kirk Cousins would have been perfect. Be, but here's the thing. Would Kirk Cousins, on a guaranteed contract, making $40 million a year, really let Kyle talk to him like that? He let him talk to him like that 10 years ago in another in another lifetime. Would he still let him talk to him like that? Jimmy didn't let him. Jimmy wouldn't even answer his calls. Jimmy wouldn't even text him back. I'm just saying. I don't know that this veteran quarterback 
like he wants he needs Rich Gannon, man. Rich Gannon was that salty vet who would take all the negativity from the coach and keep coming and keep coming. Dude, let me know when you find that guy. Yeah, that's there's what a, you need. There's a specific personality that works that's what you need. with Kyle. Rich and, Gannon. But that's that's really hard. The, the really backup. Hard. The backup. The backup that you can't crush that has their own drive that's not supposed to be in the league, right? That guy. Dude, the, the guy who's been told that he's great his whole life and you, you're the first guy that comes along that, hey, I'm Kyle Shane and I think you suck. Well, damn. That's all. Now I'm screwed. I, they never did that to Joe Burrow. And what? How does that help a young quarterback? Hey, Joe, you think you're good? Let me let me just tell you, you suck. Go get him. Go get him, buddy. Like, thanks, coach. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll, I will internalize this. He needs a quarterback that has established confidence before mm-hmm. he comes into the picture because mm-hmm. establishing confidence while he's in the picture is almost impossible. No, that's what Mike McDaniel does. So. Okay, who's that? Is that Dak Prescott? No. That guy has his own confidence issues. No. Who has enough confidence to stand up to Kyle Shanahan? Okay. Quarterbacks he doesn't want. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Jeez. So you're in a, you're in a, you're in a catch twenty two here, man. I'm sorry. I'm I've been out on Kyle Shanahan for a long time. And I think eventually. It's fair to be like, dude, you're eight, no quarterback. You're nine, no quarterback. What's the plan, man? Because this team is money, and, and they lost Jimmy Ward. Eventually, next year, it's going to be someone else. They're going to lose this team, and they're going to miss it. It's going to be a damn shame. It's not funny. I don't even root for this team, and I'm like getting sentimental about it. Like They're going to lose. They're going to miss it because of Kyle and his freaking, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not even indecisiveness at quarterback. It's worse than that. Yeah, Trent Williams is close to, to being yep. gone. Use check's probably gone after this year. Uh-huh. Gibson's gone after this year. Yep. Jennings is likely gone after this year. Yikes. Is Armstead or Kittle a cap casualty? Like it's it's coming pretty quick. It's coming, this man. Windows closing. They got it two is. years on this thing, right? They now. do because it because they're gonna extend Bosa this year. He'll be affordable the next two years. In 2025, he's gonna make so much money. He's gonna make more money than a lot of quarterbacks. And at that point, like, I don't know about this roster anymore. You better have a quarterback in place by 2025. Otherwise, you're going to be losing a lot of players because you're going to be paying your defensive end like he's a quarterback. So who cares about that cheap quarterback room? Good team outside the quarterback position. It's great. It's great. Kind of like what they did in Tampa with Tony Dungy. Man, that team was money, but he just wasn't the right guy to get it across the finish line. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, you could say that Tony Dungy was a better head coach than John Gruden. Oh, yeah. But Gruden was the guy who got it done. I don't think Dungey would have gotten it done there. Dungey needed to go to Indianapolis. And then I don't know that Gruden would have coexisted with Peyton the way that no. Dungey did. You know what I'm saying? No. But no. So I agree that's what's you. tough about. Yeah. Uh, Nee says, didn't you want the Bills OC Dorsey who threw the fit in the booth live? I did say I was intrigued by him. And then he threw that fit. And that was a bad sign for the things we were talking about. That was a bad sign that he did that. He never really recovered from that. Dorsey. Also, the pace comment was just a torrid pace joke. From last week. <laughs> That's good. It's a That's good joke. Really good. Kendrick Wheeler says, "How would this offense be with Jalen Hurd?" LOL. Oh man, it's not a. Good he was fit the original Debo. He was supposed. It's not to a good fit for. Oh, Jalen Hurd hurts. This offense is all built. Is all built about throwing over the middle. Like Hurts doesn't do that. They don't ask him to do that. I don't know. No, no, no. Is he Hurd? Is he saying Hurd or Hurd? Hurd. I got confused. Okay. I got confused. Hurd. Um, yeah, yeah, Hurd. Yeah, probably great because he's. Well, he never wanted. He never played. Niners' daddy says Kyle needs a page from Forrester. So encouraging. Yeah, man. Forrester saying this stuff. I'm sitting there being like, two 
plus two. Like, you guys don't get this? Are you kidding? Like, this is that's the right way to to get to, like, uh, insert a young right tackle into the offensive line, but you can't use the same logic of quarterback? Like, whoa. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Matthew. And his, again, like, we talk about, well, uh, you know, the locker room split and, and, and Kittle has his favorites. And it's like, hey, well, if the coaching staff won't even tell you who, who they like the best, what are you supposed to do? Of course they're going to they're gonna pick sides. Like, this all comes back to Kyle, man. You, 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 you created this environment. They're going to pick. You, you, right. No one knows what you think, dude. No one knows. Are you yeah. trolling us? What's the di- – you won't say. So – Matthew, do you think internally make, they know, or do you think there is in the dark? I don't think anyone knows. Do you think he knows? No. That's a great question. I don't think he knows. Matthew McCoe says, Mick Ho says, Purdy faced the number one defense as a scout team quarterback. He did. Yeah, I didn't we see don't know how, how those practices went. went. We have zero context. The coach says, after seven years, it's time to elevate the conversation. Do we even have the oversight inside of our organization to truly evaluate Kyle's maturation and development? Who's assessing mm-hmm. Kyle? Man, I like that question a lot. Who is assessing Kyle? Who's qualified to assess Kyle? Like, honestly, John Lynch him. isn't even assess- qualified to assess him, and no. neither is Jed. No. no one in the organization no. can, go- can say, you know, Kyle's not as good as he thinks he is. Kyle has room to grow. Kyle's on a journey of, of maturity that he is unwilling to partake. Jed and Kyle are literally the same guy in different They're positions. The They're, They're the, the same exact person. same person. They're both Kendall from Succession, if you've watched that show. Both of them. I haven't, but I'm sure that it, it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Garcia says, why not shoot the moon? Put everything into trying to make Trey great. Top five quarterback in the NFL while Brock rehabs if Trey can't. Then you have Brock, number 15 in the NFL with a great roster. That is the move. This whole hedge with Sam Darnold is a waste of time because Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. That's just what it is. He's not the answer. So that's what it should have been, what Jay's saying. And I don't understand why Kyle can't figure it out when Chris Forster can figure it out. It's because sad. Kyle just Jay. looks at the quarterback and his system. And says, can they work in my system? If yes, proceed. <laughs> That's all that matters to him. Flave says, Kyle needs to let Trey have the QB1 reps. No one will trade for him at this rate. You can't dump him if you don't pump him. WTF. Yeah, I mean, there's 800 reasons to give Trey Lance the first team reps. What he did today, giving Sam like 75% of the first team reps and then not talking afterward and at least explaining it. It's like, dude, you want the drama, man. You want all the content creators, all the national reporters to speculate. And then you want to play the card next week and be like, well, everyone, no one knows. It's like, well, yeah, dude, you, what do you want? You know, we're going to do this. You want us to do it, man. And you want the drama. So, okay, here, here it comes. He de- is, this, he is this really? Definitely what does. You te- he definitely does. He definitely. And it's funny because there was that report by Darlington where he came out and said that Trey's been getting all the first team reps. I had heard the Boom. same thing. Yep. And then, but today, all of a sudden, Boom. he's not for the first time, allegedly. And if if that's true, then it's a that's total. A joke. He's playing a total game. A total. Like game. honestly, is there is there a, a rule a world where Kyle sees that report from Jeff Darlington, scraps the agenda for practice, and says Sam's starting today, and everyone's yes. like, "What? Uh, okay." And then you have this today, which to get today, I felt like was a waste of time. And that's why I'm all like a little worked up. Like I don't root for this team, man. But I, I, someone has to evaluate this coach, man. It felt like a waste of time. You got into a fight with Dwayne Allen. You you were trolling Jeff Darlington. Like what the hell were you doing today? Your focus. Where was it? And I know it's just May or whatever. You're lucky it's just May. 
We know that he reads these reports. Remember, Trey Lance, in his own words, said he didn't know that people were pinning him going to Tennessee until Kyle Shanahan approached him and joked about it. That's right. Kyle Shanahan 100% knows what's going on. That's right. And he talks about tuning out the noise. Dude, you suck at that. No. Pardon my French. Ryan G. Hensley says, spicy grant today. I dig it. No. (laughs) 49ers after Kirk. Got to. Kirk Garrett says Drake looks yoked on your two-star watch for sure. We're going to talk about that. I agree. I mentioned that last week. Uh, first, let's talk about Brandon Ayuk. He had an interview today. And to me, I sort of think of him as like the the new Jimmy Ward on the team. And let me say what I mean by that. He is an independent. I mean, he's not like Nick Bosa where he's like basically an independent contractor. But he's not parroting the coaches. Bosa's a little bit like that too. But Ayuk, like he's not, he hasn't been given the contract. He's not really all in with the team like he's not in Cabo I mean he does everything right but when he talks it it feels like a level of truthness uh truth truthness truth that you don't get from every player and Jimmy Ward was that for me like when he talked I'm like convicted actually convicted truthness he is the new Jimmy Ward that's the highest the highest compliment you can get from me as a player he he is very much that and we've been talking really this time last year about his leadership. And I said last year, I wanted them to have a captain's patch. He didn't get it last year. We'll see about he this He deserves year. it. He deserves he it. Way more than Debo. Not that he's a captain either. He he deserves it. He definitely yeah. deserves it. And there was so much that he talked about today. And he does come across very real. And, and <laughs> it's funny because, Dude. all right, so he talks about Jair Brown. He talks yep. about how much he's impressed. He talks about his interceptions, how they have lockers next to each other, all these things props him up. Then somebody asked him, it might've been you. I don't know. Asked him about Luter jr. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Cause he, he was like, he was like 28 and they're like, yeah. And he was like, Ooh, yeah, no, I don't know. He, that's who we beat on the 40 yard. And I didn't realize that until you had said it. So he was like 28. Oh yeah, man. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Like, yeah, I smoked that fool. Yeah. I smoked that fool. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. To, to be fair, like Luter's coverage was good. It's just Brandon Ayuk, like, dog. Sorry. Well, he, he he's really good. Doing, and yeah. what he's doing there, whether intentionally or not, is a couple things. One, he's not killing the young kids' confidence Correct. in front of everybody. Why but do that? Two, That's your teammate. Two, he's also letting him know, you haven't shown me anything yet. I can't I even, even use you. your name. You're still number 28, 28 to me. Go 28. prove it. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's perfect. I love Perfect. it. I love Brandon. I love, that was dope. I love it. And I get. I, I just it. want to say, like, the way he's carrying himself, he really, dude. If he were on a different team with a different quarterback and a different approach, he would be getting 150 targets a year. He'd be putting up 1,400 yards. He'd be looked at totally differently. And he knows it. Like he, he's not some super humble guy. He might be a little quiet, but he under. I asked, like, do you see yourself as underrated and overlooked? He was like, yeah. Like that's how I felt my whole life, and it's so. I respect that about him. I have a, a coach I talk to a lot, old coach, not in the league anymore, but used to be in the league, has a Super Bowl ring, and he loves Brandon Ayuk. And he, every talks to me about the team. He's like, I wish I could have had him. Always compares him to Torrey Holt. Torrey Holt is one of the best wide receivers of my generation, and I could totally see it. Very much Torrey Holtish. He's very confident. His his comment, I'm about to take off, as if he yeah. hasn't arrived already. I, I know. Dude. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... It's kind of like um, one of these basketball players who's like a sixth man for no reason because he's on a good team. Kind of like Harden. 
Yeah. Like, remember when Harden was on the Thunder? Yeah. Like, oh, they yeah. didn't really have that many shots for him. And then yeah. he went to Houston. They were like, hey, man, take 25 shots. I don't give a damn. And I was yeah. like, oh, did, did Harden improve or did he just get a green light? Like, someone needs to give Ayuk the green light and stop making him compete. Like, in no world should Debo get more targets than him. I'm sorry. Right. Those days are over. Right. Those days what are over. What would Manu Ginobili's career have been if he was a starting two guard? For his whole career with somebody Same. else. He was over there yeah. taking like 12 shots a game, man. But yeah. he liked it. He liked the role. Yeah. Okay, so, what else did Brandon Ayuk say that, that uh, piqued your interest? The last thing was that he plans to work out with Trey again this offseason. Yeah. He was that asked was cool. about it, and he said, yeah, we're, we're still trying to figure that out, but we want to get more people involved. Maybe we'll we'll go to Nashville where Kittle's at. We got to see where these guys are at. But we're So to me, that said, I'm the leader. I'm going to organize it. I don't want it to just be Trey and I. I want to get as many team members that I can get involved in this thing as possible so that we like can that. get better. I love that, man. This Also, like, the they can't rally around a quarterback because Kyle hasn't picked one. Yep. That puts the whole team in a tough position. It'd be great if Kyle picked one and was like, look, Brock's leader in the clubhouse, but we don't know when he's coming back. So in the meantime, we're going with Trey. And Trey's a starter, so everyone's going to work out with Trey. Then you could have Camp Trey. Meet up somewhere. I, 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 now you don't know what to you don't know what to do. You get all these mixed messages from your coach, and so at least Brandon and I, I, I was I felt he was in a tough position all off season. Like, hey, why aren't you working out with Trey? Am I supposed to? Is he yeah. the quarterback? Is he going to get traded? No one's telling me. Right. So I like that Ayuk's leading where Kyle won't. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And he also with without saying anything, and it was not intentional by any means, but. You talked about the passes from Trey, yeah, and how catchable they very are. catchable, very catchable. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying that forty. I, I, I'm curious to see if the Niners put out that forty yard deep throw from Trey, because in the past, anytime one of their quarterbacks has a nice throw in practice, they put it out. I mean, they've been doing it since Kaepernick was the guy. Yep, like you should. That was a hell of a throw. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pump up his trade value, like do. Do you want anyone to think that you like this guy? Or do you want people to think, including Trey, that you don't like him? Because you're doing a great job of creating that impression. Yeah. Just a great, I don't know what it, how it helps you to create that impression, but that's the impression you're creating. So yeah. good. And to Flav's comment, he's right. Even if, yeah. if the goal is to trade him, you're doing an awful job. <laughs> awful yeah. job. You're not going to pump up Sam Darnold's trade value. There's nothing there. No one's going to freaking no care. Cares. No one cares. It's over for Sam. Anyway. Uh, David says Trey lost QB1 to injury then split reps with Darnold it's ridiculous it's just ridiculous if he went 2-15 and 15 last year I'd get it but he didn't he lost his quarterback so, so, so Trey loses his job to injury and now he has to compete with Sam Darnold Brock Purdy loses his job to injury is he going to have to compete? I would love to see that yeah love to see uh -huh. that uh, Fame Corona says Grant for president it's too much it's too much <laughs> Got my it's vote. too much Black Cat says at this point, start Trey, Sam is backup. Cut Brock. Cut Brock. Do you think Brock can play in the XFL or should he just quit altogether? <laughs> Shut up. He's being facetious. Justin the, Dustin the Gale says, here's five bucks. Love you, Black Cats. But come on, man. We all like Brock Purdy. Nothing against Brock here. Yeah. I just said he put out some of the best uh, tape of rookie quarterbacks put out in a long time. Like, he has leverage here. He should use I don't, it. I don't think anybody, I don't know. I you you can't You can't be honest about your assessment without getting it from one side or the other. You know, it's like, it's okay. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is shown to be good. 
he definitely deserves to start based off of everything we've seen, but I'm not going to just go all in that Brock Purdy's the franchise guy either, that none of them might be the guy. That's also possible. Right. This is, that's why I think today was so discouraging because to me, Brock is a nice story. He's a good quarterback, but even if it all works out for Brock, he's not going to be elite. And I know some people might disagree with me, but I think most people would agree with me that even best case scenario for Brock Purdy is he's not an elite quarterback. You know, he's a guy you can win with on this team if all of these players are here, which they won't be forever, but he's not, he's not. So who could be elite on this team? Maybe Trey, maybe Darnold, probably not Darnold, maybe Trey, but you won't even give Trey a shot. So you're back to hoping you can get, you know, serviceable plus quarterback play for a long time. Like that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It does suck. It does. And that's it just sucks. It's funny because that's what you went all in to trade right. for Trey Lance. That's why you want that's why you mortgage if you get out of. You to get out of get it. out of it. Yeah. And it's great. You got Brock. It's it's great to have that. But don't settle for that. And now you're having a quarterback competition to see who can do that. That's what you want your quarterback to do now? <laughs> dink and dunk? It's a dink and dunk competition, dog. I swear to God. It's a, it, they're literally having a dink and dunk competition in Santa Clara right now. It's absurd. It's freaking absurd. I can't get over it. Of course, Kyle changed up the reps. Kyle's a good coach, but he's a great internet troll. LOL. Of course he is. I, we could have called that. Jay Garza. Mario Tavares says, Grant, thanks for the coverage. Been watching you for a while. Last time, uh, first time live. Have you talked about the schedule yet? Short, guess, short rest between games. Yeah. Have talked about it. It's a brutal schedule. A lot of long trips, too. Yeah. A lot of long trips. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired just thinking about doing it myself. Matt says, BA talk Trey, and Brandon Allen says zero about Darnold. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Brandon Allen, Ayuk uh, talked about Trey and Allen and didn't say anything about Darnold. Well, maybe he wasn't asked about him. He did He did briefly. He he said, oh, it's nice to have another BA on the team. He and Darnold are working in nicely, something along those lines, and then he talked about Trey a little bit. So I, I heard him say Darnold's name somewhere. There you go. Brother Bob says, we have to extend Ayuk, right? It's a no-brainer. I mean, the no-brainers... <laughs> Common sense ain't so know. common sometimes. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I've gotten duped sometimes by players who aren't really true super-duper pros, but they're really good athletes, and they put it together for, like, a contract year. Or the Niners have gotten duped by those type of guys, but I don't think I'm that kind of guy, man. I don't. I really don't. I think he's driven by something different. I think he's driven by something different. More than he's just the pursuit of a bag. Man. He already has a, a signing bonus. He has a lot of money. He has a chip on his shoulder about, yeah, more than that. Christopher Kyrus says, I got five on it. Minus one cent. Thank you. Yeah, I, I got four ninety nine on it. Just doesn't have the same ring, does it? <laughs> doesn't. Dustin Gale <laughs> says, what will be the types of topics you guys will be covering between now and minicamp? Potentially the slower part of the year. Minicamp could be next week. Uh, it's coming. Don't it, it, Training camp will be the downtime, and I'm going to, I don't know, probably covering burritos. Taco we trucks. always we always come up with something. Don't worry. Don't worry about Dude, us. We'll have topics every. This week. past May was one of my best, maybe my best off season month ever. Like quarterback drama is good for me. It's not good for the Niners, but it's great for me. I hope <laughs> they keep doing it. Official BNA Music eighty eight says is Dwayne Allen now Kyle's Kinlaw. You got to teach him how to squash beef the right way. Oh man, nah, because honestly, like Dwayne Allen had complete like nothing against Kinlaw. Like Dwayne Allen's like in his he's my age like. Dwayne Allen was the composed one. Kyle Kyle was the one who was lost it a little bit for no reason. 
Sorry. Uh, Black Cat says, I actually like Brock a lot. Just tired of all the negative stuff on both sides. Also love CMC re-interview. Dude needs a ring. That's fair, too. Like, I think uh, fans pick sides on these quarterbacks. Of course they do. Just like the players. It's all because Kyle won't. If Kyle won't, then everyone else will. And I think a reason, a, a, a big reason that me and Jesse defend Trey isn't because we like him better than Brock or we're pulling, we're rooting for him over Brock because that's not our role as content creators. We just feel like no one has Trey's back and it sucks. And this guy is going to, he's like collateral damage. Like he's going to get chewed up and spit out and no one cares. And I think it sucks. Like every, a lot of people have Brock's back and that's great, man. But who the hell has Trey's back? No one in the organization, no one in the media. Like it's really, it's, it's, so it's like grassroots. And I think that's what you're seeing. That's what it is. Yeah, I have couldn't say. have said it better myself. But CMC definitely does deserve a ring. That guy, <laughs> talk about a leader. That's another one. I think it's interesting that the Niners had success with CMC, and then all of a sudden you see a bunch of teams try to get guys like that. Mm-hmm. Eagles bring in DeAndre Swift. Uh, Cowboys get rid of Ezekiel Elliott, and they're all in with Pollard. Like, yeah, man. Like uh, The Lions draft Jameer Gibbs with the 12th pick. Everyone wants that scat back who you can throw to. Everyone. It's smart. You Makes need a guy you can. a lot easier. It really does. It really, really does. Um, hold on. Hold on. Uh, eventually, you will need that elite quarterback. You're not always going to have four potential all-pro position players on offense. Frankie HP. Tell it to Kyle, man. He'll yell in your face like Dwayne Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know ball. You, I'm, I'm crossing it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to pronounce any of that. Who is Sparta? Jay Sway. I got it. Says, I'd rather have Ike long-term over Kittle or Debo. He's younger than them. I'm yeah, with you of course. on that. All right, last topic. Most impressive second-year players. Yeah, okay. you got to let me know, man. So I I want to know not only most impressive second-year player, but what rookie are you impressed by as well? If I mean, I know you're only one person with two eyes. You only have so much bandwidth. The quarterback position is the most important, but you're seeing other things too. What are your thoughts on these young players? Well, Look, Jair Brown, I haven't seen him intercept any passes yet. So I can't, I'd be lying if I said, oh my God. Like, I'm waiting for that. Um, amongst the rookies, honestly, I got to say, I think D Winters, he's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be starting right away, but you can see him, that 449, <laughs> like, translates. He's explosive. So he's impressive. He doesn't quite have an NFL body yet, but that's okay. Like, you don't, who cares? You're a rookie. You're not expected to. Some guys do. Some guys don't. He'll have one by year two. He's going to be good. He's one. And then Cam Latsu is intriguing to me just because not he, not that he's done anything, but like you see him, you they were working him and Kittle combo blocks early in practice. And it's just like, that's got potential on run. Like he's bigger than Kittle. He's bigger than Tyler Croft. Like as a blocker, he could be really good. And I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to be as a receiver. Like he caught one pass today and didn't drop it. That's great for Cam. But I, I'm intrigued to see what a combo block with Kittle and Latu looks like. That could be, that's something the Niners haven't really had. Uh, another tight end who's a good blocker in the run game. Like you're a run first team. What's that going to do to this offense? I'm curious. They, and maybe and maybe that's why they're not tripping about McKivitz. Like maybe they're going to have a lot of like two tight end, uh, you know, with, yeah. with two, like two tight ends on that side. And it's like, he's not at the point of attack, McKivitz. Maybe they brought him in specifically so that they can take care of Use Son Kittle Reddick. as a oh yeah exactly. <laughs> just, exactly that was it I don't know you were drafted he's just for really one big. reason NFC Championship Son Reddick you with yeah. me 
<laughs> like what, what about, I'm looking for with, with rookies and second year players, like which one of you guys don't look like rookies and second year players? Yeah. To to Latu's credit, he doesn't look like a rookie. Okay. No. That's good. No. That's good. Um Jake Moody. I was gonna say, what about Moody doing his best uh King Griffey Jr. impression today? It was like I've never had that much fun watching a kicker kick. Like the first, it was like they, okay, so they have it was a 33 yarder. They have a fence behind the uprights. He almost kicked it out of the park. He was like, he has a strong leg. The wind was behind him, they with him. But uh, yeah, like, unless he's a total head case, which it seems like he's not. This guy's gonna be. He might be their best. He might be the best rookie that they drafted. How about that? I don't oh, know. I like it. I like guy's it, legit. Dude. At least he was today. He kind of has know. to be. I mean, he's going to have to be a really good kicker in this league to justify <laughs> anything close to a third-round pick. So that's good to hear. Um, really Labor, Kalen Laburn uh, got a carry today. Um, looked a little – lost his balance a little bit. Seems a little over-eager to impress. Um, looks – if I had to guess, I don't think he's going to make the 53-man roster right off the bat. Like Jordan Mason, from the first time you saw him last year, was like, oh, Oh, this yeah, guy's ready. Some. He's not yeah. messing around. This guy's ready. Like, I haven't seen that from laboring yet, which is okay. Which, again, it's okay. Not every young guy's like that. In fact, most aren't. So he looks like he could probably stash him at least so far on, uh, unless he makes a leap later, on the practice squad. But what I want to talk about the second-year guys, Jordan Mason. Oh. oh, my God. He's my favorite player in the NFL. I love this man. 24. <laughs> so now, again, he's, yeah, well, you, you can't really use him. In, he's not much of a receiver, although I think he's got potential there. I think that they act like, like he's like a liability. He's not McCaffrey, but he can catch the ball. Um, and as a runner, like, he's so decisive. He always finds daylight. And it's like, oh, it's practice. No one's, no one's tackling him. Yeah, but how come every time Ty Davis Price gets a carry, he's running in the back of his offensive lineman? Like, every single time he's running in the pile. So, yeah. Okay, I never see Jordan Mason do that, and it translates to the game. Jordan Mason, dude, he's in, he's in better shape. He looks leaner than last year, faster than last year. Maybe it's because he's wearing 24. 41 was just bulky. Now he's just got that sleek 24. Looks great. And then Drake Jackson looks huge. Absolutely huge. So Who's transformed their body more, Drake Jackson or Burford? Drake. Yeah. Drake. Yeah. Okay. Drake, Drake looks like he said he put on 13 pounds. That's a lot. And it looks like muscle. That's a lot. I don't think I don't think Burford put 13 on 13 pounds. 13 pounds is muscle. a lot if you're That's losing fat also. But that means he was 247 last year? Damn, yeah. no wonder they shut him down, down at the end. Yeah. It's light. Yeah. He was light. Yeah, he said he's 260 and he wants to get bigger. So, yeah, Drake Jackson, I think the whole thing with Drake is that he has this frame. He's got long arms. He's kind of young. Um, they kept changing his position at USC and he kept changing body types. I think they felt like, okay, like you're not, you don't really have an NFL body type yet, but like give us one year with you, man. Give us one freaking year and then boom. So, so far, so good. Who's playing left tackle with Trent Williams out there? That's a good question. You know who probably knows the answer to that? Jack Hammer. Mm. I don't want to guess. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know. I'm just curious. I, I'm, I, I want to know what that swing tackle looks like behind Trent Williams and McKivitt. You know what's, what's funny? So they have this guy in, in camp named Leroy Watson. Okay. Do you know anything about him? No. He was at UT San, San Antonio. Okay. As was Burford. Okay. Yep. So at UT San Antonio, Burford was a left tackle. Leroy Watson was a tight end. On the 49ers, Burford's a guard, and Watson's a tackle. Explain that one. They just move him over. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
So mm. I, I'm not saying Watson's going to make the team, but that's kind of interesting to me. Also, we asked the offensive line coach, Forrester, and he was adamant. Joey Fisher, guard. Uh, Zakel, not a tackle. Like, they don't have tackles no. on their team. They have, they like, don't. two That's, tackles on their team. No. The interior Overrated. of the offensive line is in really good shape. A lot of depth. It, it's interesting because the interior of the offensive and defensive lines are in really good shape. But when you look at the edges, you've got an all-pro in Bosa. you got an all-pro in Trent Williams. And then it's like, well, young guy. And then what's the depth behind him? Bull, it's, Nothing. It is interesting. You know what I've learned from the 49ers? that the two most overrated positions in football are offensive tackle and quarterback. That's what I've learned from the 49ers, and I think that's revolutionary. While the whole league is zigging, they're zagging, and that's why they're winning so many championships. So that's good. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little too snarky. Also, what I've learned from the 49ers is that the best way to prepare a young, inexperienced, green offensive lineman is to pump them full of confidence, give them the starting job, and tell them we're rocking with you till the wheels fall off. Mm. But the best way to, to prepare a young quarterback in the same situation is to put him in a competition with another guy who lacks confidence and tell him that they both suck. That's I like what I that. learned. Yeah, so I think that's good. Yeah, that's it's how lear I mean, We that, learned. That for sure is how you make the Final Four every year. That we yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Frankie HB says, nope, got you, got you. Got you. Jose Amador says Shanahan is like Logan Roy with his quarterbacks. No love. I'm telling you, man. Look, I, you should probably watch Succession, if only because it's just it's the 49ers story. It is their story. <laughs> it's wild. And like I don't know if Logan Roy, uh, yeah, Shanahan's Logan, Logan's the dad. Anyway, uh, thank you, Jose. I'm with you. Just don't tell me how the show ends because I'm still on season three. Francisco says, I'm tired of saying this year is BA's breakout season for the past years. You think this season will be? I want to buy his jersey, but afraid for the future. He did have a thousand yards last year. He's a missed a game in two years. I mean, honest, what I would say with, with Ayuk, it's not about him. It's about Kyle. Like, call his freaking number, dude. Dial him up. Dial him up. I, Simple as that. I'm not a jersey guy, but <laughs> I feel I feel like... If I was in a buy a jersey, I'd want it to be somebody that represents kind of what I stand for. And BA is like all those things, man. He's just yeah. no nonsense, cuts through the BS. Yep. He's there to grind. I love yep. that about him. He's a leader. And I do believe he's going to be on the team long term. I do. So you want the best. You know what else jersey. I like about him? And again, why I compare him to Jimmy Ward, another guy I would wear his jersey all day. I feel like they see Kyle Shanahan for who he is. And I'm not saying he's a villain or a bad guy or any of that. He's complicated. But I feel like some of these guys, I don't know if they don't admit it or they like him because he got him paid. But they, they talk about him like he can do no wrong and he's football Jesus and he's a genius. And I feel like Kyle, excuse me, Brandon and Jimmy, they see all of his good qualities. But they also see the things that we talk about sometimes and you got to respect a player who can see it for what it is and still do his job. I mean, work. he works with Brand, with, with uh, Kyle Shanahan, but at the same time being like, I mean, that's who he is. <laughs> My eyes are open. So I respect that. I do respect yeah, that. Absolutely. Muid says, who's your early team captain picks? Ooh. Is Trent Williams a team captain? I don't feel like him and Nick Bosa should be captains. You're great players, but you don't show up to OTAs. Like, you don't want to be a leader. You don't even show I up. I mean, if it's me, it would be Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold. Those are locks. Brandon uh, Allen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need four quarterbacks to be team captain. You don't it know should who definitely be Fred Warner. Fred, Fred Warner, Warner Brandon Ayuk off the bat. The two guys who fought last yes. year. They won yes. it. They fought in practice. CMC. Means something to them. CMC. Yes, I agree. 
Three. Um, I kind of would say Hafunga. I mean, even I'm with if he's you. not the vocal guy, he's always the first guy on the field every day. Literally every day. I could go with Armstead. I mean, I he hates me. Probably Armstead. But, I mean, he's, yeah. to his credit, he's at OTAs right now. He didn't necessarily have to be. Um, but he's there. Like, he cares more than Bosa. Hargrave isn't there. So, yeah, I think Armstead's, yeah. Armstead, Warner, Hafunga, Traverius Ward's there. He's not practicing, but he's freaking there. So that's four guys on defense. And then offense, Ayuk, McCaffrey. That's enough, right? Jake Brendel. Jake. <laughs> Spencer no, all Burford. Three quarterbacks. That's it. David Baker says negative energy can motivate an athlete to overcome his detractors more than positive, insecure platitudes, insincere platitudes. Boy, I really balance, uh, man. It you, you yeah. can't you can't depends go on the all athlete. in on either side. You, you can't depends on the athlete. Also, not not all athletes are the same. Some guys need the carrot, some guys need the stick. And I think I'm saying like I think you can be a lot harsher on vets. I think you can. It's tough to I mean Here, <clears throat> Here's what I notice just in life. Let's take football out of it. Leaders that act the way that we perceive Kyle to act. Okay. I'm going to say we perceive because we're not right. in the media. We're not we there. Right. But just the perception yeah. of who we think Kyle is. Leaders that act that way oftentimes will get players or teams in this situation to perform at a really high level much like the 49ers have. But the reason it's happening is, is because these people that are being led by this type of leader are doing it to say F you to the leader. Yeah. It's not because yeah. they, it's not because they want to do well for him. They're not going to bat for him. They're doing it in spite of him. And so the result can be good, but the result also is short lived. And you usually don't ever break completely through with that type of leadership. And we are seeing even with Matt Ryan, they didn't win. It all fell apart. It all fell apart in the Super Bowl. It didn't work. And what's interesting is like you. So you're saying you need a quarterback. I agree. A veteran quarterback would say, "Screw you, I'm pushing back." And that's what Kyle essentially needs. I don't know if he wants it, but Trey's not going to do that. Trey's 23. Trey has no. He has no. He can't. He doesn't have the license to. He hasn't had success in the league. He's he's a people pleaser. He's going to say, "Sir, yes, sir." So will Sam Darnold. Who the hell has the standing to push back against Kyle? I mean, maybe Brock? You have eight career starts. Maybe Brock, and probably not. No, no. So he doesn't even have a contract yet. So, I mean, Jimmy kind of did, and he didn't. I mean, no you one's going to push back on Kyle the way they need the to. Yeah. Right now, Brock has the personality, doesn't have the cachet. Jimmy had the cachet, but didn't have the personality. Yeah. Matt Ryan had both and did it. He's one of the few. So. That's right. So it's a very it's a very particular quarterback and Kyle Shanahan, I don't know, I feel like he's been looking for him his whole life. Antonio says I hate Kyle. Honestly, he thinks he is untouchable until he doesn't win a Super Bowl with this freaking roster. People are going to realize it. Fan, Emotional fans, day. I feel you, man. I hear you, man. Fans are are leaning that direction. So I had a show yesterday and it yeah. was titled something along the lines of is the 49ers arrogance going to get in the way of them winning a Super Bowl? And I was talking more from a player standpoint. Has it not already? And that was everybody's Has it comments. not already? It already has. It already has. Kyle Ooh. already did it. You're too late. Yeah. 
<laughs> this happened a year ago. <laughs> All the comments, if you read through it post show, are are that exactly that. It's like, oh, good point, I guess. I mean, right I'm now, sorry. Like, right. if if Kyle had just had like, dude, Tom Brady called you up, dude. I, I just don't know what else to say, man. He called you up. He said he wanted to play for you, and you said no thanks. Like, that's it. I, you, that's it. You don't come back from that. You can't undo that. Because we're saying, like, if you had just found the right vet, you had the right vet. It was His name was Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, arguably. He called you up, and you're like, you're washed. Well, all right, man. Well, Maybe you just aren't fit for this, dude. Maybe you just don't know what you're looking at when it comes to the most important position. I don't know. We, we and, and the thing about it, like, with Antonio here and other Niner fans, dude, they've given you the benefit of the doubt for a long time. There's been a lot of patience here. And you're throwing up your hands with Trey Lance. Like, Niner fans don't want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear you pivot to Sam. No one likes Sam here. No, they want you to want to like and want to coach Trey, and you don't want to do it. Like, well, fans are going to start to feel duped, duped by you. I, I think Starks. Sam Darnold's kind of the last straw because the way that I see it is fans are either all in on Brock, all in on Trey, or totally fine with either. 99% of this fan base would be hot if Sam Darnold starts week one. Hot. Absolutely. He better tear it up. Straight trucking says, who do you go for, Grant? Who is your team? I don't. I root for the Cone Zone. I root for my team. All day, man. Grant Cone. Team Grant. T tell me if you think I'm lying. David Baker says, well said, Jesse. Was, I was fortunate to have great coaches who did both the carrot and the stick. Mm -hmm. It's true. You need, you need, you need both and you need at the right time. Yep. Yep. Saul Goodman says, I feel like we're watching the beginning of the end of Kyle Shanahan and we allow it and his legacy will be built, will be built a great team, but no ring sigh. Yikes. Kyle, this is what you do. You you start Sam Darnold one day and don't explain it. Your fans are pissed, dude. Look at Saul. Saul Goodman is mad at you. His name is literally Saul Goodman. And he's not pleased with what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't think you want to troll Jeff Darlington like that because you're trolling your own fan base and they don't get it. And they don't find it funny or amusing. I got the solution for right tackle drum roll, Tyler Croft. <laughs> How about Dwayne Allen? Maybe he wants to play for the Niners. <laughs> maybe, anyway. maybe he thought he was a, a lost player. Get your ass at right tackle right Ooh. now, Dwayne. Oh, my God. I literally I thought it was the head coach of a football, like a high school football team. Uh, uh, yeah. Sometimes the NFL, I mean, f the Niners will invite local coaches it's a courtesy like hey watch us how we run a so that's, that's what i thought it was but then he had a niner hat on and he wasn't back at, I'm, i don't think there's a high school coach that's gonna square off with kyle sanahan i was like yeah who is that man he's really tall oh 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 kyle's in trouble oh kyle's gonna have to go make up with him he's gonna have to go find him and be like hey Dwayne, sorry i didn't know who you were um please don't find me <laughs> <laughs> they sat in John Lynch's office afterwards. John, no wonder out. John went over to him and tried to, hey, man, like Kyle's just really worked up right now. We got two quarterbacks throwing check downs. It's really stressful. <laughs> he doesn't know what his quarterback is. Oh, man, this quarterback competition isn't going well, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what are you doing next? The show's over. What's, your, what's next for you? Uh, come over to Last Second Sports. I'm having Vish Kumaran on, so we're going to continue Holy macaroni. Yeah. Say say hello to him for me. Uh, the Cosmic hello. Channel says Trey Lance will be the next elite quarterback like Pat Mahomes. Moment of silence. Let that sink in the entire conscience of the world. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like, it. it could happen, but I feel like the Niners are doing nothing to make it happen. And then when Trey Lance doesn't play super confidently, they're like, well, see. Like, well, yeah. Like, what do you expect, man? Like, you have to help. You have to do something. It's not just magically going to happen. 
It's like Joseph. It, it's like those that that believe in a in a higher power. Like for me, I'm Christian, right? But specifically, the Bible says you you can't just pray and then things get done. You have no. to help yourself. God right. will help those that help themselves. Correct. So Kyle, yeah, Trey Lance might be able to help you, but you got to also help yourself a little bit. <laughs> True, Joseph. DeSoto, Grant, you go, been watching since 2020. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. David Baker, if Kyle is fired, we do have another qualified head coach on the team. Yeah. Who really likes Sam Darnold. So, okay. hey, man, look, when I was saying get rid of Kyle this offseason, um, I, I said bring in Shane Steichen 100% because of the quarterback position. I don't know nothing about that guy. Yeah. And all I know is things are going pretty well with him and Anthony Richardson right now. So maybe he knows what he's – maybe he knows – Dude, if you know the quarterback position, that's a good place to start with the head coach. It's a really good place to start. Yeah, it's the best place to start. What do you mean? Of course. Yes. yes. That's, a, that's a rough gap to have in your resume, Kyle. All right, that's my show. Go tune in with last to Last Second Sports with Jesse. It'll be fun. Vish Kumar will be there. I'd love to hear what he has to say about all this because, damn. Thank you very much, everyone.